You're now listening to Crunch Time. No hot takes, no gimmicks. You love sports, he lives them. So buckle up your chin straps because it's time to wrap up your workday with Crunch Time. Welcome into Crunch Time. We're over here uh, at the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Uh, been graciously invited over to host the show today of Crunch Time from 4 to 6. Uh, very excited. Me and James going to put together a good show. Uh, got a good friend of mine we're going to bring on in the next segment. Uh, some people, you may have heard the guy talk on this radio show before, a good friend of ours, Ben Love. So we're really excited about that. Going to talk about a bunch of things going on in the uh, Kadiana area, basketball-wise and sports-wise. And uh, anybody tuning in that would love to call in, the game hotline, 337-706-0111. I just want to say thank you, James, for bringing me in today. I appreciate it. Let's have a little fun with it. And uh, how's your day going so far? Not too bad. Glad to finally meet you because I, I remember going to a couple Southside games and seeing seeing you and your teams. and. It was definitely entertaining, to say the least. Yeah, no doubt. We tried to make uh, uh, all those home games inside the Shark Tank really exciting for the, the student-athletes as well, for the students and the fans coming to the game. And uh, it's just a great thing that we had going rolling over there. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I'm, and and it was a pretty successful program from the times that I did go. Y'all, y'all did do so. Y'all did produce do some pretty good damage. Yeah, no doubt. You know, anytime you know, if, if if people haven't heard or don't know what's going on, you know, Southside High School is a brand new school, five years old. They brought me in to start the basketball program, which we did. And anytime you're starting a basketball program from scratch, uh, pushing up to the varsity level, going into a five A uh, district, it's, it's extremely hard to put together a winning program. And in year three, you know, we just finished with 25 wins. Uh, 11 losses. We be- we beat a lot of teams in the area. Pretty much every public school team in Lafayette Parish, except for Northside, which we played a really close game to. Uh, knocked off powerhouses like STM and LCA. Uh, uh, programs that I really respect. And anytime you can match up with those programs and go head to head with them and keep games close or even beat them, you know you're heading in the right direction. Um, and and if anybody doesn't know, have been under a rock in the Kadiana area, you know I was let go of my duties at Southside as a as the basketball coach. Uh, you know for whatever reasons, we're not we're not we didn't come to the radio show to bash the school. I have no ill will towards the school. I love all the students, the faculty, uh, you know that guys and girls that I've worked with, and uh, you know even down to the janitors who I've made relationships with that uh, took care of our gyms and 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 after our games cleaned up and stuff. So uh, you know that's kind of where we at, but you know it's 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 a sad thing to move on. Uh, I feel for the players uh, the most, that they, especially the six, and, uh, six seniors we have coming back next year. And our team would have been really, really uh, successful next year and maybe a chance to win a state title. Uh, now all that is kind of uh, going to change. I won't be there anymore. I wish the kids the best of luck. Whoever the new coach is uh, that goes into the program, we wish them the best of luck too. And uh, the foundation is set for for, for for things to just keep rolling. If the right person gets in there and does the right things, they should have uh, some success. But uh, on the flip side of that, I was sad for a couple of days, but, you know, come Monday morning to see the outpour and the uh, support from everybody across the state of Louisiana, from, you know, coaches and teams in Shreveport to New Orleans, Baton Rouge, all over the state of Louisiana. Uh, you know, I feel like kind of, James, that I'm getting, uh, I'm getting recruited all over again. You know, people know that I'm going to be switching jobs and, I've had several ADs call me and fans of several, several schools across, you know, the area that come to my school and pl- please come coach our kids. And, 
you know, so you know what we were doing at Southside was the was a good thing and was headed in the right direction. And unfortunately, uh, the the powers that be and the person running the school just felt that the program should go in a different direction. And when you're uh, not the boss and you're not the top of the totem pole, you got to roll with those decisions, you know. So uh, feel free to call in, ask us any questions. We can talk Cajun basketball. We can talk LSU basketball. We can talk Southside basketball. We can talk uh, future plans for myself. Um, you know, uh, and, and anything, bitty basketball, AAU basketball. I know it's a it's coming a time where the basketball championships are ended, uh, but basketball for us and my Brad Boyd Basketball dot com and our Acadiana Stars family, uh, we roll all summer long. So just a a, a a a year worth of basketball and it never stops for us. But we feel free to talk about any other sports, uh, any other topics that you might want to break up. Hit the game hotline three three seven seven zero six zero one one one. kind of new to this. I'm looking at all the papers. They got a really nice setup over here at the game. Um, uh, they got everything in front of you, uh, the shout-outs you're supposed to think, the kind of kind of stuff you want to go over uh, if you're the radio host. You know, this is uh, – I've done this a few times, usually as a guest. Uh, I was trying to pull a fast one to bring Ben Love in, to hopefully that he would kind of run the show and I would play piggyback. But he said, nope, Brad, it's your show. They asked you to come and host. I'm the guest. Uh, so we're just going to roll with it. Um, uh, feel free to call in, like we said, the game hotline, 337-706-0111. Um, if you're a sports fan of the Cajuns, what a run they made in that conference tournament. Uh, an eight seed uh, pushing it to the conference championship game. The Cajuns haven't been to the conference championship game uh, uh, since uh, 2014, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, it was definitely uh, – it definitely was a good run. To win four games in a row in any conference tournament is extremely hard. But, the, you know, shout out to the coaches and the team that pushed through adversity this year, the ups and downs of winning a few, winning some games here, losing some home games. It's always tough when you lose home games as the home team and uh, your support kind of uh, goes away and comes back depending on how many games you win here and there. But, you know, the, the loyal fans and the fans that – uh, stuck with the Cajuns throughout and throughout. We're pulling for them in that championship game to go dance and just came up a little bit short, um, but it is what it is. They'll be back next season. they got a lot of guys coming back. I think they lose one senior. So this will be interesting to see uh, see the Cajuns uh, progress over the next year. All right, and we got uh, we got Jay on the hotline. Hey, what's up, Jay, man? What you got going on? I'm doing well. Um, I'm a quick, uh, before I get into what I called, uh, I know you played on the uh, Jesse Evans teams. Uh, back in the uh, yes, early yes, sir. 2000s. Oh yeah, love Jesse Evans, man, the ultimate player coach. Um, and I was I was on campus around that time. Um, uh, anyway, but would you say his teams were kind of ahead of kind of ahead of their time in a sense with all the threes? I know you took a lot of threes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're funny you say that, Jay. All the kids, you know, from come to our basketball camps, and you know, they all know Brad from shooting, and the, and and you know, when I see kids play and they take a couple shots and they start hanging their head. I always tell them the same thing. I said, what you know me for? That coach, you can shoot. You can shoot. I said, nobody ever talks about the 500 threes I miss. They always talk about the record we set at UL and, the mo and, and all the threes we made. But a shooter has to be a shooter, and you have to keep shooting to the, the, to the confidence that you're playing at. You know? so, but, yeah, we were just uh, – it, it probably would have been a great thing, maybe a gift and a curse if we had had the social media back in 2000 because what we did at UL from 2004 was <laughs> – Unbelievable. We were we say it all the time when I talk back to my teammates and stuff that we were treated like NBA players. We just had no money. We had to hope that they let us in the bars for free. We had to hope they'd give us a drink here or there. And and it worked out because we won all the home games. We brought excitement to the Cajun Dome. It was just a really, really fun time. 
uh, for myself and all my teammates. You go back and ask any of those guys that came through 98, 99, through the Jesse Evans era, it was an extremely fun type of basketball. The, the, the teams were so close-knit. If you saw one of us, you saw all of us, whether it be at, uh, at, at a sports game or on the strip or at the movies. We all hung so tight, and that made the, those units and those groups really, really special. Um, speaking of that, man, I do want to send out condolences, rest in power, to uh, Regis and Kenneth Lawrence. No doubt about uh, it. True true Cajuns uh, and uh, great teammates, man. I, that, you got to make me shed a tear on the radio, man, thinking about Big Regis no, and sorry, KJ, man. man. Not, like I said, yeah. man, I was, I was around that time. But uh, yeah. um, great players. the reason I called, man, I was shocked to hear that you was let go at uh, Southside. Yeah, um, you know, when I get, When I hear stuff like that, and I, after I heard you say that, I read a couple of articles. I'm like, man, why deal with this? Why, why not coach the collegiate game? Why not go up to a higher level? Yeah, we want to deal with with, right. with mess like this because <laughs> I, you know, I know you're not gonna speak on it, right? Because I'm sure you respect uh, the situation. But I said a while back on the other station that I think that you will be because you, like I said, man, you know, time has changed. But I think a man like you, you have an understanding of dealing with people because uh, I, I like what you did at Appaloosa. Yes, sir. I think what you did with that program, but I, I think you, I think you will make a good collegiate head coach or uh, just you know just starting the ranks in the college game because what I what I read they let go of you uh, they let go of you because of that Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you have told, a good one, it, man, and uh, it's nice hearing from you. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for the call, man. And we can piggyback and speak on that a little bit. Yeah, it, you know, you, you see the outpour on social medias and you see the outpour in the community. And, you know, if we st- stood here and scrolled through my text messages and my inbox messages and everything, we'd, we'd be here for the two hours looking at all the people that reached out. Um, but, you know, I listen, I'm, I'm looking for a job. I told everybody I'm not – nothing nothing is beneath me, nothing is above me. Uh, any any high schools, uh, you know, like I told them in the opening segment, many, many ADs of schools, uh, coaches of schools, even head coaches asking me to come coach with them. Uh, you know, so that outpouring, that outcrying, that really uh, – it makes a guy like myself feel good that – um, you know that you know you know you was doing the right thing, and then somebody just decided that it wasn't right for them. You know, so you have to respect those decisions. But I, I'm ready for the college level. I'm ready for to take on another high school program, whatever school gets me, whether it be high school or college. That school is going to be blessed. I know what I bring to the table, um, and it's just a passion and a and a will to win. You know, and everywhere we've been, the guy spoke on Opelousas. We 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 made that program a top ten team, top ten team in the state in two years. Uh, uh, district title, uh, and the same thing for Southside. We were we were right there in the top ten. We finished top twelve in the state in Southside in the third year of a varsity program uh, on the five A level. You know, so uh, I, I know there's going to be some rumblings, and you know, job spots come open year to year, and college coaching spots come open. So we are. Uh, I, I'm just willing to talk to anybody. I know my dream goal, and everybody knows this. This is not a knock on anybody or trying to take anybody's job. I want to coach back at UL one day. I want to come back to the school where I played at. I want to bring that excitement to the Cajun Dome. You know, so that's the ultimate goal. Uh, would that happen or will that happen? You know, that's only up to the man of stairs and uh, the powers that be that can make those decisions. And uh, But as of now, you know, we're here to support the Cajuns. We're here to uh, support the basketball in the community. Uh, basketball saves lives, man. And, and the more time you can be around kids, uh, mentoring kids and then using your uh, knowledge of the game. It just so happens to be me, it's basketball. Other people, it's uh, different things. But for me and the relationship between kids and uh, even adults and parents and everybody comes from the basketball side of what we do on a yearly basis. You know, So I'm excited about what the future brings. Um, you know, And it's just, uh, it's just an exciting – it's a bittersweet time, but at the same time, 
to feel the love from everybody and to get schools and coaches calling you and, and wanting you to go to their school, it, it, it's, it's going to be something good that's going to be announced. Uh, we're being patient with it. Old wise man called me and told me, he said, be patient, man. They're all going to call. Uh, they're all going to want you to come. So um, it is what it is. We just, uh, we just uh, weigh in the options, and we're going to make the best decision for, you know, you know, the coach talk, best decision for the family and myself as well in the future of uh, whatever school we decide to go to. But we're really excited about that decision and about this time. You know, you got to turn something negative into positive, and that's what we're trying to do. Oh, yeah, no doubt, Coach. And we also got uh, one of our regulars, Ralph, on the hotline. What's going on, Ralph? Talk to me. Hey, Brad, how you doing, man? Uh, look, best of luck to you uh, and your family on your future endeavors, uh, whatever, uh, uh, you know, the good man uh, has in, pl- in store for you. Yes, I, I know it'll uh, lead to bigger and better things. But – I have two questions for you, and look, I respect if you if you can't answer the first one, being your with your allegiance to UL, but but you know, and I do respect the run they made in the tournament this year. That was fun to watch as a Cajuns fan. Uh, I go back to the the old Blackham Coliseum days watching Andrew Tony, so that's how old I am. Yeah, that bar that, that's uh, a, that's a high bar when you set yourself from the Tony days. You expecting you expecting that to come in return. We've been waiting for the next Andrew Tony for years, you know. But uh, we had Orion Green, we had Dwayne Mitchell, Tyrus Wade, Alfred Payton. Uh, but we need a couple more Andrew Tonys or uh, guys of those calibers to come through that door and bring that excitement back for sure. My question is though, you know, just given the the, the big picture of work. In, in his career, I mean, do, do you think it's time for the Cajuns to maybe, you know, look at a fresh start from, from Coach Marlon? I, I, I respect him as a human being. I think he, I, I had a chance to meet him several times, and, and I, I know he's a great guy. But, you know, it, in all honesty, I felt like a few of the teams have underachieved over the years. And just wanted to get your opinion on that. And, and the second thing is, um, if, if the reports we kind of heard leading into the, the show – are correct in that the Tigers may cut bait with Will Wade to avoid some of the uh, sanctions coming down from the NCAA. Um, do you think Scott Woodward uh, can make another splash higher like he did with Kim Mulkey on the men's side? And I'll hang up and listen, and, and best of luck, Brad. Yeah, thank you very much, Ralph. We'll go to the first question first. Uh, you know, over the years I've done several, several interviews, and it always comes back to you want to talk about Raging Cajuns and basketball, obviously because I played there and a, a figure in the community still to this day. Um, you can't say anything bad about Bob Marlin. He's a good coach. He's been a head coach at the college system for 20-plus years. Uh, his teams have had success. Um, you know, as far as this year and maybe last year, some of the some of the luster, some of the excitement about going to Cajun games kind of falling off? Yes, it has. If we're being honest, it has. Uh, I can't sit up here and say that it's time for a change and yeah, he needs to be gone. Uh, I, I don't feel like that. I feel like the same thing with my situation. The powers that be and his bosses and the people that run the system at UL, uh, they're going to decide what's best for that program. And if it's to continue with Bob Moreland, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna roll with that. I'm a Cajun fan for life. I'm a Cajun alumni. I love the Cajuns, you know, so that's kind of how where I stand on that. I know a lot of people in the community, they reach out to me and they, you know, they're, they're all over the social medias and this or that. And, you know, these people want him gone and, 
you know, just as many people want the guy gone, there's just as many people or close to that amount of people that uh, support him still, you know. So uh, you got to think about these things when you say these things and do stuff like this because uh, there's still a team there. There's still players there that put on that uniform and they represent us, us former players. They represent the university. And you got to take into their feelings and their emotions as well. And, you know, uh, time will tell what goes on with the Cajuns. Um, you know, I, I, I reach out to uh, – condolences to Coach Bob. He lost his mother. Uh, and, and to continue coaching um, in, in those times with just a it, it just a, that's very respectable of what he did, knowing that his uh, mom was a former you know basketball player and fan, and you know she really wanted him uh, to go and coach those games, and they made that run. You know they almost was right there punching that ticket, uh, you know uh, to the big dance. Just came up a little short. So shout out the players, like we said, those coaches for for not giving up, not quitting, and, and getting back to the conference finals. That was a, that was something nice to see. Uh, on to the second question. Um, dealing with Will Wade and LSU, um, you know, if they do decide to part ways, it's LSU. Uh, it's such a popular catch, whether if you go on coach golf or track or, uh, you know, swimming or the ski team at LSU, they're going to get the best of the best. Uh, they have the resources. They have the money. Uh, Scott Woodward, who brought in Kim Mulkey, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just what they do at LSU. They have a lot of advantages, a lot of resources that make that school great. Uh, success on and off the floor, on and off the court of the field or uh, the diamond that, that makes that school very successful. So I believe without a doubt, if they do happen to part ways with Will Wade, uh, that they're going to they're gonna make a great hire. Uh, shout out maybe Randy Livingston. Give that guy a chance. He's so well known in the state of Louisiana, uh, involved with Nike basketball and He'd be a great he'd be a great hire, you know. But and and there would be several great hires. You could go out and do a national search easily for LSU basketball, and uh, uh, cont- uh, contestants or applicants would be lined up around the building. You know, just a great job to have, a great school to work for. You know, so uh, that kind of wraps up those two questions, James. We got any more callers, or do we? Need yeah, to we got one more caller okay. for this segment, and then after that, we'll take a timeout. But right, we got good. we got Jeff on the hotline. All right, what's going on, Jeff? Hey, Brian, how are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Sure. I'm, uh, it's a beautiful day today, man, and uh, and I'm feeling yeah. good. Yeah, and I'm glad to hear that. I like the I, t- I like the positive outlook that you you presenting with your with your situation, as unfortunate as it is. And uh, I know, like everybody else has said, and you know, reading all the articles about it, uh, uh, you know, justified, unjustified, man. I just wish you the very best, and uh, I know you're going to just uh, continue to leaps and bounds and uh, do great level or the college level so uh good luck to you on that but i wanted to kind of stay with the with the two topics that uh, the last caller brought up okay okay so i'm gonna start with lsu i mean do you really see will wade being uh cut bait uh, you know three years into an investigation has taken this long uh one player left on the team from uh, those so sad allegations that that took place and i mean his success, is, his success is there. So, I mean, are right. you going to stand? You stood behind him for three years. Right. Why would you cut bait now? Right. And, and Jeff, we just talked about that. It's me and Ben were running it before I came on the show. And, and I told him, I said, it just doesn't make that much sense to me. You're talking about some allegations that now it's legal to do that. It, it's legal exactly. to get the players paid and stuff. So we're going to go backwards and we're going to say, well, man, at this time it wasn't legal. But three years later, when all the players are, are the the big time players and the five star recruits, they're getting they're getting their money, they're getting their due with the NILs and all that. So I just don't see 
Uh, I don't. I don't think. I mean, it, it, you know, I don't know all the information, and and you can't. You know, the powers that be, like we said, are going to make their decisions. And, and I guess if they feel that it's too much or, or be too much flack on LSU, they might part ways with him. But like you said, he's had success. I mean, he he, he had a great preseason to the SEC. They lost a few games in the SEC, but it's the SEC. There's six or seven ranked teams in the country. In any given road game, you're going to be the underdog pretty much, unless you was Auburn or uh, or Tennessee. You know, but. It's just an extremely tough league, and and I don't think some people really realize in any sport, in those big, big conferences, you're playing against the best of the best every night. One or two players can determine you from being a a, a 19 and three team to an eight and eight team, you know, and and whatever it be, if it be basketball, or the conference for football, you know, just a really extremely tough league. But I don't know. That'd be news. That'd be some shocking. I hear news from everything. I'm hearing Southern's going to part ways with their coach. You're talking about the Will Wade deal. Everybody's bringing up Bob Marlin, and uh, I think all these guys got got another year left on their contract. So you're talking about cutting contracts and buyouts and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's just, it just up to those powers that be, and, and they're going to make those decisions what's best for those programs. And, you know, whatever that is, I guess we have to roll with it as fans, you know. Yeah. My last question back uh, to you, Al. Uh, I think you you said everything perfectly. I'm not going to uh, – about Coach Marlin. I think he has those that are alum and, and strong supporters for a long time that still believe in him. But I want to go back to your playing days and something that you said uh, when you first came on about Coach Jesse Evans and and uh, you know a co- you know a player's coach. Uh, you can say this. I mean, how much you know is it the players buy in? You know, to the success of a good coach, a good X and O coach, which I think Marlin, you know, in my opinion, is. Uh, I mean, he's one of the what top thirty winning as coaches in NCAA right now, right. you know, that's still active. So right. that being said, you ha- I have seen a continuity with players over the years, maybe not buying into the system. And then you see some things happen in their run in the, in the Sunbelt tournament. And all of a sudden you got people like Dalcourt and, you know, Greg Williams talking about, I can't wait to off season to start practicing and coming back. You know, you can keep a strong nucleus of this team together. How much of the, how much from your playing days in college, you know, going into the Sun Belt where you make a run or you have a, a long winning streak, continuity picks up, player buy-in is now, they're not down in the dumps from a six or eight game losing streak. All of a sudden they're on a winning streak. Things feel good. All of a sudden the coach looks like he's uh you know got things under control again can it turn that easy on the tide between a coach relationship and college basketball uh to to kind of you know right the ship i guess if that makes sense you know no no i'm saying i'm saying you know players make the plays the more the players are going to believe in the coach i think the more success the program is going to have and with a couple wins that are stringed together at the end of the year it could spark something i know when we played with jesse evans i spoke on it we were such a tight group every day from the off season leading up to the first day of actual practice we were at bourgeois hall we played pickup together we 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 we, we hung together and that's a huge difference 
from from when I know we played. The continuity of the team was extremely a unit, you know. Uh, and I know these guys at UL. Th those guys at UL have come over to Southside many a times to shoot at the gym. They all come over there. They and they seem like a tight knit group. Uh, uh, on the coaching side of it, you have to have an even kill of both. You have to know the game. You have to be the X's and O's, but you also have to be relatable to the players. It's 2022. It's changing every day. Kids are changing. Uh, if you're not on the social media uh, wave and promoting your school and, 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 you know, you go look at UL's Instagram or UL's social media, Twitter, they don't have that many followers where if you look at LSU, it's 10 times as many followers. So uh, on that level, I think that needs to be more of a push to promote the school, brand the school, uh, get them more out, get more followers on social media because once you have the followers and the buzz, they all show up to the game. You have to make the games exciting. You have to win the home games. And, and that's kind of how I feel where, uh, you know, the situation with UL. LSU is going to be fine. Whoever you bring in there to coach and, and do those things, they got the money. They got the resources. They're going to be fine. They're always going to have choice of the top players, you know. And, and as far as UL, I, I, like I said, I can't speak on anything bad about Bob Marlin. They, the guy's been here for 12 years, the most winning in Sunbelt coach. He's had success, you know. All right, hey, we're going to need to take a timeout and go to a short right, break. Buddy. I know we're a little winded, but I appreciate it. Yes, sir, appreciate you calling, man. Thank you very much. We're going to take a quick timeout. The Hangout Music Festival is returning this summer to Gulf Shores. And the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles has your tickets to this epic weekend of music. You can score VIP passes by becoming a member of the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Don't miss the return of Hangout Fest featuring Post Malone, Halsey, and Megan Thee Stallion, just to name a couple of them. That's the Hangout Music Fest, May 20th to 22nd in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Win VIP passes from the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports. Station. All right, we're back on crunch time. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Does that throw me out of the contest of winning the tickets to the to the festival just because I was a guest host this week? You know, I'd, I'd like to see some of those acts in person, man. Wouldn't be a bad trip to go down there. I think I'll have to ask Ray, but I believe you will be out of the running, oh, unfortunately. Oh, man. Because I know for sure I am. Yeah, you, we're all out of it, man. Yeah, you know? unfortunately. It sounds like a one hell of a concert that they're going to have over there. Man, so we're back, man. Crunch time. Uh, talking sports, talking UL, talking LSU, uh, basketball, a little Southside basketball, updating people what's going on in uh, the world of Brad Boyd basketball. But at this time, we want to bring on uh, my first guest, a good friend of mine that was always there for me. Uh, in my coaching changes, uh, anytime I need to speak on my basketball camps and stuff, he was always a guy that said, come on the show, Brad. Uh, come be a part of the family over here. And to bring this guy back, uh, I just thought it was only necessary. You bring it in, Brad Boyd. Why not go and get my good friend to come help us out along the way? Uh, ben Love, welcome into the show, my man. You remember when you asked me to come on at 415 and you rolled for a cool 27 minutes off top? <laughs> you remember the time that happened? <laughs> I do, man. It's I good do. to be with you, Coach. Yes, good. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. And I know you said you were going to get me to come here and be your driver, do the show, kind of let you lay in the background. I hope you didn't bet on that like Calvin Ridley. Brother. Oh, man. I'm going to let oh, you man. do all the driving. Oh, man. I'm here when you need me. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I You know, we, we met up earlier. We, 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 we talked a little bit prior to us walking into the building, and uh, it was just good to see you, man. How, how's life? How's being a, a new dad and, and, and getting back to the dad life? My boy is 10 months old, crawling, eating like adult food now that's oh, chopped go. up. We threw him some grits this morning. He's Oof. into grits now. He's got hair that's thicker and longer than mine. It's wild, man. Don't you love that now when they can eat the real food? Oh, yeah. 
We, we cut, eat together now. Yeah, you could, you could cut a little piece of your burger off. You yeah. can cut a little piece of your French fry, and it's and it's good to go. That's a, definitely a good stage to be in. And we, look, we got to watch some football together this past season. Awesome. We're drilling him on everything. Don't know if he's going to be a tight end or a lineman. Yeah, you, you Depends on how many pounds time, we pack man. on. <laughs> but we're heading in one of those directions, Coach. One of those directions. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. You know, uh, you know, my kids are growing up now. I have a freshman now and a five-year-old. And, you know, me and my wife were both successful basketball players and played at different levels. And, you know, as soon as we had our first kid, it was, oh, what she's going to do? She's going to play ball, and and we just let her do what she did. There you go. She happened to turn out to be a great kid, uh, a, a great student, um, uh, and she's a she's a pretty darn good basketball player at 15 years old. You know, she's about to, she's with us in the studio now. Uh, she's about to be picked up by an AAU coach. They got a little practice tonight they're going to go to over in the Opelousas area. So basketball for us doesn't stop, but my point is with your kids, let them be the kids. They're going to – you can put them in the situations to better them and, and to give them options. But if you push too much, I've seen it too many times, uh, it's going to be a fallout. It won't be an enjoyable father-son or father-daughter moments along the way. So that's my advice. I mean, that's my, my fatherly advice to, to push them, put them in the right situations, Ben, but let them be who they're going to be. So which way you want to push this thing today, man? I can go any direction you want. Yeah, we, One of my favorite sports, Major League Baseball, is driving the bus off the freaking cliff as ooh, we speak. How do they get that back? On back? a daily basis. How do they get that back? You know? So many things with Cajuns base, basketball that you mentioned. Right, right. Right? And look, I'm with you. My thoughts to Bob Marlin and his family, but no obviously doubt. you'll think about the future of that program, the future of LSU basketball's program. Pat Forty has cried wolf about 17 times now. Hmm. But a notice of, you know, that NOA is something that I don't think you could take lightly. What I could tell you is this. I'll start and get your opinion, yeah, man. Go ahead. I got here in 2015. The biggest thing that has changed with LSU and UL Athletics in that time was the move from Scott Farmer and Joe Oliva, respectively, to Dr. Brian Maggard and Scott Woodward. Those are the biggest things that changed. Athletics director. And I could tell you, they got that thing figured out in Baton Rouge. You may take a lick or two, right? but trust me, they organized that contract. They reorganized it when Scott Woodward got to town, that if there was going to be a serious level one violation, they could fire him right there with calls. There's no buyout. Oh. That doesn't mean the program will go without harm. I right. just don't think they get that SMU type just right. whack upside right. the head, right? So I... The LSU thing's interesting. Cajuns basketball, hardest part is you got to win one extra game in March. And you yes. know that. Yes. You got to win one extra game. So you're going to fire a head coach to try and win one extra game to be hot at the right time. I get the arguments for and against, man. Yeah, you know, you know, and it goes back to us saying about a couple plays throughout the regular season determining. And if you go back and look at the Cajun schedule, speaking on the Cajuns basketball, a lot of the conference games, the some of them that they lost to put them into that eight seed was very close games. Uh, so if you win one or two of those games and you're not an eight seed where you only have to play three games, yep. they already were three and zero. They not they beat the number one team. They beat the number one team in the conference uh, in the conference tournament. So four games in a row is extremely hard. Georgia State played really well that game. I mean, every three that we did that we made to make a comeback, Georgia State hit one or yep. two more, and they shot the ball extremely well. Uh, we said it all year long. Uh, talking with uh, the public or talking with my friends in general that uh, Sun Belt Conference and a lot of college basketball is the guards. Uh, no disrespect to Jordan Brown and and, 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 a, and a tomb way, I can't pronounce his name exactly how I know he wants to say it, the big fella, the 2 6 11, Close so enough know, for government work. Those guys played extremely well in the conference tournament. But I'm going to tell you who else did, and you know this, yes. and you've known these young men uh, yes. for a long time like yes. I have. I know this station now broadcasts live in Lake Chuck. Right. That's a beautiful thing. No doubt. But right here in the Hub City, 
to have Jalen Dalcourt, to oh, have yeah. Greg Williams Jr. do oh, yeah. what they've been doing. Yeah. That's pretty special. Those guys are local legends, man. Those guys, names ring bells from bitty basketball to high school basketball, winning state titles to college basketball. And to have the Lafayette guys, those two guys, to play how they played, yeah. I could see when the game was over why they felt like they did. We ready to come back to Lafayette right now and work. They wanted to come back immediately. Let's get back to work because when you're from here and you play here, it means something. And to those guys, it's it's their team. It's they got a small city. taste of what you must have experienced 20 years ago. No doubt about it. Being and from here, being, putting those colors on, right. representing. Right. You know, when you choose yeah. to stay home uh, or come back home in Greg's situation and Jalen coming from JUCO, uh, it means something. You came back home, it's your home, it's Lafayette. People are always watching, well, well, well why Greg didn't play that much? Or, or, or now he's playing great. You know, it's always a question of why the Lafayette kid's not playing here or that, you know, because you're from here and the people can relate to you the most. I was extremely proud of both of those guys, the way they handled themselves throughout the year, uh, being here and, and getting some time taken from him. If we're going to be honest and we're going to talk facts, getting some time taken away because you maybe have not performed as well as you could be. And, and, and maybe it was a grand scheme of, of Coach Marlin pushing those guys to keep working, keep working. Kobe Julian goes out. That's right. Opens up another guard spot, another wing player spot. You got to play Dalcourt more. You got to play Greg Williams more. And they performed. At the at the at the the most important time of the season, we talk about three games in March for us happened to be four games. Uh, they got us to the conference finals, and I, I'm extremely just because I know those guys. I know all those guys on the team personally, but those guys. Greg Williams played in our bitty program. He won the first World National Bitty Championship for our program when he was 10 years old. Wow! Uh, shout out Greg Williams' dad. Shout out Jimmy Champagne. Shout out those old coaches that were there 20, 25, you know, 20 years ago. Your boy James uh, about to give you that Oscar hook while you're giving shout outs. Yeah. Oh, oh, we need a timeout. We show we forgot that the segments were shortening up. We're gonna get a full timeout on the game 1037. We'll be right back with my guy Ben Love. Guys here in the game dugout love baseball. It was the game that was passed down to them by their fathers. Hey, Dad. You want to have a catch? I'd like that. Not all of them had such heartwarming moments. This guy threw at his own kid in a father's son game. Now back to more baseball talk here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. The game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, wants to give you a chance to score the ultimate crawfish bowl brought to you by J&J Exterminating, Kramer Equipment, and Cody's Crawfish. You can win two whole sacks of live crawfish, a pot and a burner, an ice chest, a tumbler, chairs, and a $500 Visa gift card, and not to mention tickets to an Astros game. This is just the complete package as I'm reading it. You just sign up today for the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com so you can score the ultimate crawfish bowl from J&J Exterminating, Kramer Equipment, Cody's Crawfish, and the game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. All right, we're back, man. Crunch time, 4 to 6 p.m. daily on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. You hear what your guy Brad Boyd? Uh, my guy Ben Love to the right of me. Coach, doesn't James just crush it? He, he he's he's pretty awesome, and it made me think again. Like, so I can't win the crawfish package either. <laughs> I mean, Lord have mercy that 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 package right there. You you should have people signing up for that all day long. That was an unbelievable giveaway right there. Shout out J and J Exterminating for putting that together. 
Uh, that's that's pretty amazing. I'm kind of bummed that now that I've come to the show, it disqualifies my to me for uh, for the gifts and the prizes. You know, should, right. should just said no to to being a guest host. I know that well, way I, you'd still be available I, to do it. I know. I, I kind of want to go back, turn turn back the hands of time a little bit. But yeah, James, you're you're phenomenal, man. You're walking me through this, making me feel real comfortable. And uh, I guess any radio host, right, uh, Ben, that has a great producer. Makes everything run a little smoother, you know? I don't know. I worked with Clint for six years. <laughs> Shout out, Clint, I can man. only say that because I just walked past my guy, C.D. C.D., man. It's Shout always, out, Clint. It's always he, love He's great, Clint. too. He's great, too. That's, that's hard shoes to fill, uh, James, but from talking to my guy, Ben, and uh, just hearing you at work and seeing you right now, you, you're doing a hell of a job. I appreciate it. I, I mean, I've come a long way, considering first time I came on when we were doing the mock draft with Ben, whenever he had his show, I mean... I was stuttering here and there, and I had a couple ums here and there. My mom was dude's, ca- dude's she was natural. counting. She was counting, counting how many ums. times I did ums. That's like what, you don't have to do that. I mean, well, no, he does it all he's the time. Natural. He's pulling capers right now. Knowing the guy's got game. You know, I have a mom like that as well. But knowing that your mom is on top of you like that, you know, you raised right and had had had, had a great mom along the way. But I, I my thing is this: I'm just intrigued by y'all voices. Ben, you have the radio voice. James, I I, I talked to you earlier. I didn't really hear, but once you got on the mic, I'm like, man, you got the vo- you got the voice too, man. That's what, I, that's what I was told is I have the voice radio, but I still got the face for TV. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. There you go. Nice. That's, that, that's nice. I've asked you this, Coach, off the air. I want to bring it to the air. Give me reasons why the Cajuns shouldn't play basketball games in Blackham Coliseum. Now, the facility itself probably needs some, some upgrades. I, that yeah. part I can understand, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, hopefully safety would be at the, at the forefront there. But why are the Cajuns playing basketball games in a whatever, what's the capacity, 13,000, 14,000? I think it's 12,800 to be exact. Yep. Why are they playing in a Garth Brooks Arena-style stadium when they could be rocking a place that puts 4,500 in and it looks like a madhouse? Right, right. That, Help me with that. That's a good point. You know, my things, I could play both sides of this, but, you know, inside the Cajun Dome right now, it may be the best facility in Louisiana. They put an extremely amount of money. They blacked out all the seats. They made the screens nice, the ribbons around. Everything's extremely nice. I get it that only a thousand, couple thousand people will show up to the UL game, and, 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 and that's the last couple years, you know. So even if you would go invest and put some money into Blackham Coliseum, make it a, a you know what? I've been to Magnesia the other day, the new campus on. I mean the new the new basketball facility on the campus, unbelievable. Yeah, I think it fits about three thousand to four thousand people. By the way, I'll be there Friday and Saturday. Uh, uh, well, I, they play at Burton. That's oh, right. The games at Burton. You're the, talking about the brand new, the brand new facility yeah, the, that the Magnes- Legacy Center. Uh, the Legacy Center. The le- it tell is, me about Legacy it Center. It is it is phenomenal. It seats I think three thousand, four thousand people. It has a vertical climb that makes you on top of the game. Uh, if Magnese can ever get something rolling in basketball and get a couple good home crowds, they might not lose a home game. Wow. That's how intense it could be. It oversees the court. Uh, they have some – you go up on the top where uh, they have like a, a balcony lobby area and the backside is a full glass pane where it overlooks two practice facilities. They put into some money into this Legacy Center and made it – we actually got to play a couple basketball games there in high school. Barb High School, uh, shout out my guy Carl Klein and Barb, Lake Charles guy. Uh, they played their home games there due to the hurricane and Barb um, – uh, not having a home gym, they were allowed to use the Legacy Center. And Magnese welcomed them with open arms. When we went there, it was like a college game. The announcement was on point. It was a college announcement, the starting five uh, throughout the game. The, the the horn, everything felt like a college game. We were just two high school teams playing. And it was a great experience. And we thank Barb and uh, Coach Klein for setting that up for us. Hey, I made one promise to you before I came on. I made only one promise. One promise, yep. That I would be caller repellent. And so far, I've lived up to my word there. Caller repellent. Nobody wants to call into the game hotline. You were, you were having to throw sermons at cats in right. the first segment. Right. Call in 337 706 
any any comments, concerns? Cajun hoops. Uh, Bob Marlin, Will Wade with LSU. Uh, they 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 telling me Coach Banks from Southern's on the hot seat. Not Coach Banks. Coach. Uh, I uh, can't think of his name right now, former Kentucky player, but they said his him contract may not be extended. So it, it's going to be some 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 coaching changes probably in the near future. That's always interesting. You hate for a guy to lose his job, but you also get intrigued and happy of who the next guy is going to be and maybe the spark that they can bring. You know, hey, we, the we got something else on a national level we hadn't touched on yet. Happened yesterday, midday. Oh, yes. Dangerous. Russell Wilson oh, going yes. to the Denver Broncos. Oof. What do you think about that? Well, today Carson Wentz. Indy's able to deal him off for a couple of spare parts. Saints look like they're staying pat. Yeah, probably yep. famous Jameis at this point. What do you think, man? You know, hoof going to Denver, and I'll speak on on a basketball level. When we travel to Denver in the Sun Belt Conference, it's hard to breathe there. Yeah, any athlete that goes play for Denver, uh, the Broncos, the Denver Nuggets, I, I'm I'm like they must have to be in tip top shape because it is extremely hard. When we would travel to Denver. Sleeping in the hotels, we'd have a hard time falling asleep. It just was the, – the oxygen levels were low. Uh, it just was different. When you warmed up at the games, you were like – before the game, you were tired. It was just something – and maybe people that are in Denver, those sports program teams and players that live in Denver and always in Denver, maybe they get a little more adjusted and used to it. But, who Russell Wilson must uh, – you know, he's going to have a, a wear warm clothes. It's extremely cold in Denver during the football season. Yeah, Sierra to keep him warm. Well, yeah, you know, you know post-game will be fine. Yeah. Post-game will be fine. Should you bring know, the cookies. No They'll doubt, figure it out. No doubt. No doubt. Post-game will be fine. It's just that, uh, you know, that that's a big change. You know, everybody kind of wanted Russell Wilson. You know, you heard over years when he was going to leave here or there, who was going to get him. And uh, I guess John Elway still calling, calling the shots. If, I, if I'm a premier free agent quarterback, I wouldn't mind going to play where John Elway is. Well, there you go back to the player coach, guys that have played the game. And that's something about college basketball. Even right at now. the organizational level, and, front and, office. Right, and a lot of level. Well, I say college basketball, sports in general, they're bringing back the former players. The former players that are going off into these uh, coaching roles, they have the juice. They have the relatability to the next generation. It's a young generation. Everybody's social media and everybody is the wave, is the push on social media. And if you can't jump on that, you're going to miss some of these athletes that you can't relate to, that you need to come to your program. And if you do go to Blackham Coliseum, you need them to have 4,000 people in there. So we put all the money in Blackham, but there's still 1,000 people there. We're going to be saying the same thing. What's the next thing? We need to play at Gerard Park. We need to downsize again and again. You just can't. Boys' you backyard. Just, you just can't. you got to, you know, I love the Cajun Dome. I wouldn't want to see him leave out the Cajun Dome because – Man, look what you did there, dude. You brought it full circle. Right. We, we, you you know, connected Russell Wilson and John Elway to Blackham Coliseum. Right. Only professionals. That's right. big. That, that's you look big. like you got something to say over there. Right. You know. I was, we did have a call he wanted to ask your opinion on your the chances of the Cajuns – Making it to the NIT tournament, uh, you, the men's basketball or the women's? The men's. Uh, the men's. I don't know how what the criteria is for that. I know if you win the regular season, you get an automatic bid. I think that was the rule or how they set that in place. If you won the regular season, you got an automatic bid. I'm not sure if you make it uh, to the conference championship if you get a bid to the NIT. But maybe since they did make that run, uh, they might get an offer. To me, it would go to maybe Texas State, who they beat, but also won 20 games in the year. Another somebody else. I think Texas State won the regular season, so I think they're in the NIT automatically. I, I could be wrong on that, but listen, if the Cajuns get invited to the NIT, the way I listen to Greg Williams and Jalen Dalcourt talk, give them guys another game. They deserve another game. There you go. You know, uh, and you gotta, you gotta. Sometimes you have to sit back and. You know, and, and and talk about the coach, this or that. But let's talk about the players. Let's talk about the hard work that they put in and the things that they deserve. 
And, and as a player, you want people to come to your games. You want to win all the games. We don't go to the Cajun Dome and, and, and then we lose a game. It's like, that's what we plan to do. No, they give it their all. They play. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes you win. But I feel for the players that their, their regular season wasn't what they really wanted, but they made that push. They stayed together. They fought to that conference championship game. And if they get awarded another game, I would, I would, we'd have to jump all over that. I'd be excited to watch them play again, especially in NIT. That's a, that's a, that's a really good accomplishment. You can go to the NCAA tournament, but if you go to the NIT, that's a, that's a pretty big deal as well. We're going to shop right here. We're going to take a little time out. You're on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. We'll see you in a second. The toughest monster truck tour is coming to the Cajun Dome on March 18th and 19th. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, wants to hook you up with a family four-pack of tickets. You just got to text B-I-G-F-O-O-T to 68683 for a chance to see the best monster trucks in the world, including the iconic Bigfoot. Once again, text Bigfoot to 68683 for your chance to score a family four-pack of tickets to the toughest monster truck tour at the Cajun Dome. Oh, we're back on crunch time, man. Sitting here with my good friend Ben Love on the game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Glad to be back in the studio. Love when uh, one, love when the game 1037 reaches out to me to come on the show. Uh, love just talking sports, uh, promoting our basketball brand, uh, uh, pumping up kids. I, I'd like to give a quick shout out too. We will be coaching in the All Star game. First one this. this You're looking game. at me. I ain't coaching. Yeah. Uh, well, myself will be coaching. My coaching staff that coach with me at Southside will be coaching. We will be coaching the Lafayette Parish All Star team. First St. Landry Parish All-Star team. If you're familiar with the area, you know all the talent in St. Landry Parish. You know all the talent in Lafayette Parish. Over at LCA, uh, Jay Miller opened up the building for the guy hosting the the, the All-Star game, and it's going to be a, a, a good event March 26th at the Knight Arena. I've you caught know, a few with, games at the Plex. With all the lights, all the bells, all the whistles, Errol Rogers coaching the girls' team, so there's two games. There's a girls' matchup, Lafayette Parish. Jay keeps a Parish. great, great atmosphere he does. there. He, I reached out to Jay this week. Uh, we, we're supposed to have lunch, so you never know how things could go. So James you know? is telling me i got to answer a question before Oh, yeah, let's get out. back to that, yeah. What's the question, James? Somebody wants to know what? Who will be the quarterback? What are your thoughts on who the quarterback will be between Jaden Daniels and – so LSU football. Yeah, LSU football. Jane Daniels and Miles Brennan. I am a almost career non-believer in Miles Brennan at LSU, but I think that's almost got to be the answer here. Uh, love Walker Howard. Don't know if it's his time just yet. Garrett Nussmeyer gave you a little something, not a ton in year one. I think Jaden coming in from ASU is a nice shot in the arm of that room. think it kind of almost has to be by default Miles Brennan and – Maybe he shows some some senior leadership, and they do some things this year, Coach. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest of football guys, and know who's who should be or should be. But if, if it was my choice, I'm going with Walker Howard. That's my guy. Shout out to STM. Shout out Walker Howard, the Howard family. Uh, just a great kid, and I know he's going to go in there and work. No he's doubt, he's going to put in the work, and if it comes his time, eventually it will be his time. And he'll see his uh, thunder buddy Jack Besh. Oh yeah, you link those two guys up again; they're unbelievable. Uh, listen, that's the end of the first hour of Crunch Time with my guy Ben Love. Hey Ben, you mind staying for one more segment? I'll give you one more. Man, that's what I'm talking about. We're here, the game, 103.7 Lafayette and 104.1 Lake Charles. Come back next hour. We'll be right back. You're now listening to Crunch Time. No hot takes, no gimmicks. You love sports, he lives them. So buckle up your chin straps because it's time to wrap up your workday with Crunch Time. 
We're back for the second hour of crunch time, 4 to 6 p.m. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. We're back here with your guy Brad Boyd, uh, bradboydbasketball.com, acadianastars.com. Check out all our basketball avenues and what we do for kids year-round uh, and on a day-to-day basis. I got to shout out my, my wife with Acadiana Bitty Basketball. She hosts a league over in Youngsville, Louisiana, 1,000-plus kids, boys and girls. Uh, that rolls over into the all-star teams we pick. She's over six all-star teams traveling every other weekend. Uh, shout out my sister-in-law, Ashley, my brother-in-law, Bo. Those three people make Acadiana Bitty Basketball what it is, one of the most successful youth basketball programs uh, uh, in the state of Louisiana. You know, a guy was, uh, you know, you get on the message boards, you see this or that, and and one guy, you know, was kind of downplaying bitty basketball. And it, it, if you do that, you take away the whole foundation on where kids get the love for the sport, where they're taught the fundamentals of the game. So you have to start somewhere. There's not a better place in Louisiana, in Lafayette. If you're in the area, uh, come and join Acadiana Bitty Basketball, acadianastars.com, to, to get your kids. We start them at five and six years old. They start competing five and six year old. It's a boys league and a girls league. The kids aren't mixed together. They have their own leagues. They compete against each other. So I just wanted to put that in there and and, and uh, give them their due because they don't ask for uh, thank yous and congratulations. They take in a thousand kids. That's two thousand parents. That's little brothers, little sisters, grandma, grandpas, and they organize it so well uh, to a T that it runs, you know, with 100 teams in a league, you could imagine about the confusion and if you're not organized, how it could go south. But we've been running the Katie Bitty Basketball, my mother-in-law, father-in-law, and now my wife and them took it over and running 30-plus years of success. So just wanted to shout them out and, uh, you know, and, and give them a little love for all the hard work that they do, you know. So, Ben, what, you know, next hour you stay with us for the segment. We really appreciate that he's helped us out. If you can tell, Ben's got still has the radio voice. Uh, I'm trying to learn from him a little bit, make sure I speak in, uh, correctly and articulate some of my words a little better. But, you know, the old ball coach may slip up on some words, may slur a little bit because it gets a little excited. But uh, what's the next topic? What could we talk about, man? we got to bring up something. It's 5 o'clock, happy hour. Oh. Slurring's okay occasionally, right? Maybe. But where's okay. the tap room when we need it? I know. You know, that was shout out the tap room. Those were great, t- yeah, great times. That, that just hurt me a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I still go. I just don't, you know, I talk to people. I just don't talk to thousands of people. You know, that day when I did come meet you that day, you put me in contact with two very, very important people. Remind me Darren Domain. Yep. And Kenny Abair. Yep. Uh, two people from different spectrums, walks of lives, but both people with the same heart and the same willingness and the same uh, to help. You know, and both those people have helped me Love over it. the last year since I met them. So I really can respect the fact that we did do that show that day. And randomly, I remember I was talking to the guy for 20 minutes and then he tells me what he does for a living. I said, oh, let me make sure I didn't say anything <laughs> wrong, you know, talking to Mr. Kenny Abair. Shout out to Kenny Abair and shout out to uh, Darren Domain. So... It came up on my Facebook feed four years ago today. You and I called a St. Thomas More U High state championship game in Burton Coliseum. In Burton. So we had some fun four years ago. Well, I got a little time here. You know I don't mind clowning on people <laughs> in the world of sports. Oh, yeah. How awesome was it that UNC fed Coach K a full on poop burger Oof. on Coach K night? When they were in the arena for like eight straight hours before the game, right? They had kids crying, right, in the stands. Duke students that made the Alabama students at the LSU Alabama football game in 2011 look like amateurs. Oh, wow. these were full on weepy kid tears, wow. and they sustain me even to this day. I'm not a huge UNC fan, right? But that was 
to me, that was poetry in motion, ruining Coach K Knight. That was, uh, you know, it it goes back to saying that you got you got haters and you got lovers, and just as many people that love Duke, there's just as many people, and it's not more that hate Duke because of the success, because of how popular they are, because of all the winning tradition, and then to be North Carolina, the ultimate rival, to come in and knock them off as they did. I told my friend a couple of days ago. I said they have to schedule another game. You have to bring in Belmont. You have to bring in somebody <laughs> that we can host the tune-up game. Before Saban would have done that. You know, give me one more game. I'm not going to Saban's lose. last game in Bryant Denny one day. Well, I know that Auburn's the last game on their schedule. Right. They'll find a way, bro. Oh, they're going to get one more game in there. McGill no Tulin's coming in to yeah. play Alabama <laughs> in that last game for Saban. It's going to happen that way. You know, and, and and then that night, if you watch the game, and then Coach K comes back on the court, and you know he wants to address the people. He 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 feels terrible that they lost the game, and that's just the unselfishness of of a Coach K. And you've seen that with all the players coming back and all the great things that everybody has to say about him. And the fans started to clap, to, and they felt bad for him. And he told them to be quiet. He said, hey, hey, be quiet one second. And everybody in the building hushed up. Oh, know? immense the respect. Ultimate respect. No, he, he's commanded that. Yeah, he, he, and yeah, he's earned it. But he's, you, know, you yeah. know what it is for me? You'll tell me if you agree or not. I know that you will. I said it all the time when I had a little show that went on for a while on this station. Hatred of rival is greater than love of your own team. Oof. That's just the way it goes. That's and so when UNC can do what they did on that night – I'm just here for it right. to the nth degree. And there was kind of words going back and forth that I guess when Coach well, K went to North Carolina, they didn't. They didn't uh, because Chris Carrawell was a child. That's right. why there were words. Right. You're not going to shake right. Hubie's yeah. hand at that point? Yeah, you got to come on. Get out of here it, with you that. Gotta put it. I've learned that in coaching over the years, uh, in even heated battles. And, and when you, sometimes coaches, they'll go at each other. And whatever. when the game is over, shake the man's hand. Shake the other team's hand. Doesn't learn, matter how the game went. Learn how to lose. Just as as you're excited and, and and to win those games, when you do lose, try to turn on that 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 not the losing mentality, but how you're supposed to act. How you when react you lose and how you react and shake the guy's hand. And James, tell him, what's you know what's brewing over there, man? I got I got Ramon on the hotline. He wants to talk to you. Hey, what's up, Ramon? Oh, he didn't want to talk to you that bad. Oh. <laughs> I get the feeling you know who that was, Coach. Well, we have a uh, – if it's my guy – you know, I know a few Ramones. You know, I've been – I came across a few Ramones in my day. Uh, we, we It might have been a guy that runs a clock for us that's a extremely loyal and uh, uh, passionate Southside Shark fan and a huge Brad Boyd supporter. So if that was my guy, Ramon, I'd love to talk to him. Well, we'll see. Might be coming might back over. Back, you know, James, James getting all kind of dials over there. We got Goose this time. Okay, what's up, Goose? I love that name. You, you The guy from Top Gun or not the same guy? Oh, yeah, this is me. Okay. St. Thomas Moore Cougars. Oh, what's up, Goose? I definitely know who you are. What's up? And and, and, I, and I've complimented you before, man. I've reached out to you on uh, Facebook, and you do a great job on those sideline reports, man. You, you're quick with those questions, and you do a great job. Appreciate it, and that's what I was calling in about. Hey, uh, any chance you're going to take the assistant coaching job uh, for Coach Danny Broussard? <laughs> hey. You know, that's one of the first persons I reached out to. Uh, me and Coach Danny, if everybody knows, I played for the man. He's taught me so much about uh, the game of basketball and the, the ups and downs and the, the, the smiles and the frowns. You know, and he's the first guy I reached out to, and I shot, shot, shot him a text and said, hey, Coach, you got a spot open over there. I'd love to come, you know, and, and work with you. And uh, you know, this, it's easier said than done. Uh, but we're just right now. We're just being patient with all the options. Uh, as we sit here today, I'm showing being love. People are still texting me and come to this school and please come coach my kid at this school. And you know, so we're just being patient. I, I mentioned it earlier. I talked to an old wise man that he told me 
uh, in these times, don't rush into the next thing thinking that you need to prove to anybody that uh, you're fine and you're back on your feet. Uh, myself, Brad Boyd, and what we do, my family, we're fine. Uh, we're going to be fine uh, taking a high school basketball job and my duties away from me. It it, it sucks and it's sad, but it, it, it's not going to hurt what's meant for me and, and, and what's coming forward in the future for, for myself and my family. You know, So you never know what's going to happen. We kind of lay in low. We don't want to jump to any guns of what we're actually going to do, what I'm actually going to do in my coaching career. But uh, we're just patiently waiting, man. We're going to uh, let the powers it be, the dust kind of settle a little bit and, and then take it from there. But it would it, be a winning combination you know, to link back up with Coach Danny, oh, I, yeah. I tell people all the time the stuff that that guy has taught us. There's never a basketball game that when the other team does something, my teams don't know what to do, and they and they and they do know what to do because Danny has taught almost every aspect of the game what to counter and what to run against this and what to do against the zone and if if they pressing you how to do this and how to press a team and uh, uh, how to run backdoor cuts and how to uh, lead a team and how to make a team. Uh, become a better team, regardless if you got the greatest players or you just got a bunch of role guys that buy in. Uh, if you look at Danny Broussard's team over the years, of course, every year they have the one or two guys that's that's the all staters, that's the this or that. But the majority of the team is guys that he's 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 made believe in the program. Uh, to bust their butt, to set the screens, to get the rebounds and get the ball to the guy that they need to get to. And, and win an exhilarating 41-39 to 39 game. And win. Uh, <laughs> I'm messing, man. Yeah, Come on. win games, no all doubt. Right, all right. Hey, 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 no doubt, it, whatever it is, yeah, if you got to slow it up. Hey, win is that. winning, and the winning dude is, is nationally, nationally amongst the uh, winning I joke, head coaches. I joked with him the other day because we did happen to have some success against the Cougars this year, our Southside Sharks. Uh, to go into St. Thomas more, and I know he's probably you, keep, you, you talk about it all the time, but it's very few coaches that even get a chance to be the St. Thomas more yeah. in any sport. Uh, and, well, and, you and, do a great job of representing uh, St. Thomas more as an alumni. So we, I, I would just like to thank you, and you were a really good alumni basketball player for the Raging Cajuns. And anytime ne- pick a game next season for football season, you're invited to on the sidelines. Choose the game, man. That's, shout out Walker Howard. That's awesome. We are gonna shout out Walker Howard to the to the to the death of us, man. That's our guy. Another another Acadiana Biddy basketball. Alumni. Walker Howard. Walker Howard. His dad. His his sisters. They've all played in our program. It's amazing how many kids across the Acadiana area, and then these kids go off to colleges, and they all play the Acadiana Biddy basketball. I think that's pretty cool. How about the family Gossett coming through? Love when Chris, Greg, any of them get a chance to talk with them. Only one problem. You reference Goose from Top Gun. You'll recall that movie didn't end well for Goose. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. He didn't make it out of that, uh, no. that last plane ride. You no. Know? But uh, shout out to my guy, Goose. I did. You know, I heard him speaking one day, and that's what I do. I love to do this. When I hear something or I see somebody doing something good, I know Go- Goose a little bit. Not like we're best of friends. I know him. He went to STM, this or that. But it could be anybody that I don't know. I'm going to call that person. I'm going to reach out to that person and let them know. We, I appreciate the job that you're doing, whether it's a basketball coach, a guy on the radio, yourself, Ben Love, the guy James behind the window over here. You got to respect people and you got to show them respect and you got to also show love when they need That's it. That's how this materialized. Absolutely. I heard what happened. Heard you were no longer the head basketball coach at Southside. Reached out. Right. Checked on my boy. How you doing? Right. If you need anything, I'm here. You did need something. By the way, I you, do you need, did need something, something. Ben. I need you to come on the you show. You said I'm hosting a show you may know something about. Can yeah, you come through? And it just That's, that's how, how stuff works, Me being man. a humble insurance agent right. for Farm Bureau, sure, I got time to come and bust a few skulls. So we'll do that, and I'll get to see James Mesh in the process. Right. Hey, let me do this before I got to bounce. Okay. Congrats to Matt Miguez 
I know that crunch time is going to go on. It's going to be, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not part of the promotional liners anymore. Somebody else's job, James, but it's it's Miguez and Mesh. Yeah, crunch time with Miguez and Mesh. Congratulations. I, I don't know Matt terribly well. I'm very familiar with his work. He's been doing podcasting regarding the Raging Cajuns. Got to know his brother well, who's an assistant coach and a teacher at Karen Crow High during this last football season. Great family. Congrats to Matt. James, y'all are going to crush it, man. Keep it rolling. I appreciate it. All right, listen, we're going to take a little time out right here. We're on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. We're going to send my ben, my guy Ben Love. Shout out Ben Love. His new job, Farm Bureau. Holler at the guy. Give him some love. Show him some love. And he's going to show you some love on the insurance side. Forrest Gump style. That's Let's all I got go. to say about that. Let's go. Thank you, man. We'll be right back. Short time out. Time to open up the vault for the games this day in sports history. March 9, 1991, McNeese basketball legend and Detroit Pistons star Joe Dumars begins an NBA free throw streak of 62 straight games. The record would be broken in 1993 by Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf and then Michael Williams. That was this day in sports history. We now return to the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Oh yeah, the Game Clubhouse at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com can help you with your date night blues. That's because once you become a member of our awards club, you will have the opportunity to win excellent prizes like a $50 gift certificate to have Shell Oyster House. We want to help you with your lady to get some delicious seafood, but you can only win that $50 gift certificate to have Shell Oyster House by joining the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041. Man, we're back in the second hour, the final hour of crunch time, 4 to 6 p.m. daily at the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, man. I, I can't thank y'all enough, uh, James, and, and shout out to Ben Love, who just stepped out the studio for making it easier on a, on a coach to come in and uh, host uh, a radio show that's something that you, you know, you're always on the other side. You're doing the, you're answering the questions and, uh, you know, the guys interviewing you. So shout out to Ben for coming, making a little smooth transition. Um, and, and this last hour, man, we'll, we'll talk, I guess we, we haven't talked much about NBA basketball. We can bring up the Pelicans. Uh, you know, are we ever going to see Zion, James? Can, can, it, it, it's almost like Anthony Johnson when he was here for UL in 2000, 2001. We called him the Easter Bunny. And they called him the Easter Bunny because uh, nobody knew if he was real. And you not <laughs> James, you're a little young. You might not remember who Anthony Johnson was, but he was one hell of a player uh, for the Cajuns. He came out of Chicago, one of Jesse Evans' big-time recruits. And it took him a couple years to get into the system, get enrolled to the school, and everybody would hear about him. And, and, and then not only was he didn't know if he was real, the Easter Bunny name stuck because he jumped so high. He bounced off the ground like a bunny, and, and they didn't know if he was real. So once we finally saw him, uh, so I, every time they talk about Zion and is he going to ever play, we all, I always think about Anthony Johnson and finally getting eligible and, and, and playing with that guy was unbelievable. So I think, man, if we could get Zion in the uniform, can we just dress him out for the game? Just have him warm up, do a couple dunks, and you know make some exciting happen for the Pelicans? I know they're on a little win streak, uh, but they're going to need to put together some more wins to maybe try to get into the playoffs late. Yeah, it'd be nice. But I would say, I mean, we're going to have some progress. He's finally back in New Orleans and after being in – in the Portland area where Nike headquarters is doing his own rehab over there, but he's finally back in new Orleans and he's going to be actually at the game within the next game or two. He's going to be on the sideline for the first time since December. So 
this is actually good progress. Concerned right. before we would have so many setbacks with his foot. Right, and you know, you know, people that probably don't know the all ins and outs of his situation, and you know, he's a big guy, he's a heavy guy, and 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 with uh, with with foot issues, it takes time. There's so many bones in the foot. Uh, depending on what it is to heal and stuff. to So, no, he's going through that process of going to that rehab in Portland and now back um, in, in, in New Orleans with the team. It's a slow process, but it, it looks like it's a positive process going forward. And, you know, what about the big – uh, the big trade, man. We're going to get one hell of a player to the Pelicans, uh, uh, C.J. McCullough, uh, coming over from Portland in the trade. Uh, that guy is unbelievable. That's a that's a, a, a former All Star, an excellent shooting guard, one of the top shooting guards. Uh, you know, probably top twenty uh, shooting guards in, in the NBA this season. And and to get that guy coming to the Pelicans, that's going to be exciting, exciting, uh, exciting thing just to see him play. And man, you start linking up. Hopefully, Zion could play, and maybe moving forward next year, the Pelicans could uh, get some get some momentum rolling, get something good rolling. And you know, you got to you know the NBA season's so long. There's so many games. Uh, but it's just real exciting when your team at the end of the season can make those playoffs. NBA playoffs, I know a lot of people get kind of bored with the NBA season. They don't play as hard during the games and this or that, but come the playoffs, they are playing extremely hard. I love how the NBA sets the playoff games two a night, so every night you're watching uh, intense, intense basketball. So shout out to the Pelicans. Hopefully they can they can put it together, make a run late in the season, make the playoffs. If not, build some momentum for going into next year to trying to get Zion back full time. Oh yeah, no doubt. And we actually got Another caller on the hotline, Dylan. Okay. Hey, what's up, Dylan, man? What you got? Well, Coach Boy, what you doing? Man, I'm just on the radio, man, living life, man. You you heard the news. I, I, I know you sound like you're one of my former students or players, uh, you know, and, oh. and uh, I know the school's hurting, man. I talked to so many students. That's another thing, uh, uh, James. The amount of students, and I'm not just talking basketball players or football players or baseball players who I was extremely close with, but just the regular students in the school who we've uh, – I don't shortchange anybody. I love all the kids at Southside. I loved all the kids at Southside. So just see that outreach, man. But but what's up, Dylan, man? What's on your mind today, man? How you feeling? Uh, man, I just think it's crazy why they let you go. I, I know the reason, but, like, that really just uh, – it was because um, you had uh, – Something about uh, the other team getting kicked out or something, and I just think that just goes to show that you're a good coach. You know, like you put your heart and passion, uh, and you've been, you know, you've been uh, getting uh, uh, putting your heart and passion into the uh, game because I know you've been getting, uh, you know, into uh, situations with refs in the past and stuff, and it's just. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an, basketball is an intense game. It's inside a gym that people are screaming and hollering and, and sometimes you have to scream and holler. And I look back at, you know, them stating about unsportsmanlike conduct and receiving two, te- I, I received two technical fouls all year. I've been really working, uh, I've been really working my Ann Oye mojo. Uh, and then shout out to my mom if she's listening, she'll know what I'm talking about. And, uh, some of my old players at Acadiana Prep will know what I'm talking about too. But I really took pride this year into not uh, getting technicals and to 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 be sportsmanlike, you know. And and the two incidents that you know, if you read the news articles, and I have nothing to lie about, I was honest with everything they asked me. That um, you know, it was defending our team. Both situations were just defending our team, the heat of the battle, and you know the the powers that be that can use those things against you, and that's what they chose to do. So you have to respect that when somebody says this is what they go on, the decision that they want to make, and you know I, I know Southside, we left it in a good place, and you know, I got love for all you students and all those guys 
over there in the, in the Shark Tank. We made that incredible. I mean, we would have 100, 200 students come to every home game. That's unheard of. You know, St. Thomas More is about the only other high school I've seen in the area with so much uh, support. LCA as well. They have a good student section as well. And uh, But Southside, the way we built up that student section and uh, just the love that they had for our team and for myself, is it will never be forgotten, you know. So I appreciate you calling, my man. I hope you have a great day and, you know, uh, be successful in whatever you choose to do. All right, good boys. Stay safe. Yeah, I love you, dog. Man, it's always good, you know, when you have people call just to, you know, not that you need the pat on the back or to, uh, to solidify what you've done in life, but, you know, if you're going to be honest with yourself, it just makes you feel uh, better when those people reach out and have good things to say. So shout out all the students, uh, you know, everybody at Southside that was involved making that program uh, what it was, you know, and, and, and making it a good thing in, in a short amount of time to – uh, put that school on the map. You know, when you talk about uh, Southside High School five years ago, nobody knew who that was. Uh, you go across the state of Louisiana now, and uh, everybody knows uh, the Sharks. And uh, how you know how's a shark in Youngsville with no with no water, but they know Southside Sharks and know Brad Boyd, and that's something that we uh, we proud of proud of what we did at that school. You know, and it and it shows that you got a bunch of support behind you with how many people have called and wished you the best. I mean, sometimes whenever you feel like you're alone, you you get a bunch of people and a bunch back of you, and oh, yeah. you just the, feel so much better. The, after. the love and support, man. I can't hang my head. I, I, I've, I've gotten past the, the being upset about it, and uh, we're just moving forward. And we know, uh, we know as a family, the time, uh, the sacrifices, uh, the money, uh, the value of what we put into uh, to starting that school and to starting that program, and all the coaches along the way. That for all the other sports that 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 we've helped. Uh, to help different coaches with sporting camps, help the we've helped the Iberia Parish get a bitty basketball. We helped Jeff Jones and Madison Prep get a bitty basketball program. We helped Rob Accord at Sam Houston and Lake Charles get a bitty basketball. So it's just something that we take pride in as a family, and I took pride in of giving my all to uh, to Southside and to that uh, to that school. You know that you know it does hurt when it's taken from you, but hey. Those people that made those decisions, they got to live with that, and, and they felt that that was right for their school, and, and that they felt that that was the right direction to go with Southside. So it is what it is. We're just rolling with it and uh, proud to have been a part of it all, but uh, also really excited to uh, take this next uh, venture, wherever it be on the college level or high school level. Really, really excited about that. All right, we're going to go to a, one quick timeout. When we come back, man, uh, one of my good friends and one of the guys I share is an extreme passion of building a program and, and building a brand. Uh, Coach Christopher Charlotte, we call him Scamp of Beauchamp High School, will be on next with us. We'll be back. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Great news, my sports-loving friend. No more aimlessly searching for sports talk love by swiping left or right. That's because you've already found the perfect match. For Sports Talk Love, that is... I'm ready for love. Now, back to the only lover you'll ever need. The game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. The Players' Championship is back with one of the best fields in golf. And now you can take a shot at the Island Green with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get... 30 to 1 odds on either defending champ Justin Thomas, two-time major winner Colin Morikawa, or Olympic gold medalist Xander Schaffel to make the cut at the players. That's right, if any of those players make the cut at the TPC Sawgrass, you win 150 bucks on just a $5 bet. 
I really like Justin to do well this week at the TPC Sawgrass and Morikawa to finish in at least the top 20. There's no better place to get on the action than with FanDuel Sportsbook. So step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the Players' Championship. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with promo code KLWB to get 30 to 1 odds on JT, Colin Morikawa, or Xander Schofel to make the cut at the Players. Sign up with promo code KLWB so they know that I sent you. FanDuel Sportsbook is an official sports betting operator of the PGA Tour. You must be 21 or older and present in Louisiana. Permit in parishes only. New users only must wager in designated offer markets. Max bet $5. Restrictions do apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and would like some help, call 1-877-770-STOP. All right, we're back for the final segment of the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, bringing on one of my friends, one of my uh, guys we compete against uh, on the high school level, uh, a guy that I respect so much because of the uh, not only the type of coach he is, but the what he's built. Uh, at Beauchamp High School and the and the 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 following that he has and the alumni that follows him now and the the crowds that they have at their home games and even their away games uh, the amount of people that show love and support uh, Big Blue Gator Nation if I'm saying it right Coach Scamp welcome to the show man glad to glad to have you on with us oh thanks for having me Coach thanks for having me. You know, uh, we, we're going to just r- rattle off some questions to you, Scamp. I'm going to fill you out for this or that. Explain to me uh, different things that you got going on. You had one hell of a season this year. You know, I've been knowing uh, Beauchamp High School, maybe before you have been knowing Beauchamp High School because I'm a little bit older than you, but uh, two yeah. teams stick out to mind. When I was 12 years old, uh, I went with the ag teacher, Mr. Spira, took us to the top 28, I think in 1992. Uh, it was Beauchamp, it was North Central, it was Port Barry, and it was a school by the name of Newman uh, out of New Orleans with Randy Livingston, the best player in the world at the time, uh, <laughs> all in the same top 28 uh, Final Four. Three of those teams, which you named, Lake Char- uh, 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 Port Barry, North Central, and Beauchamp, were all in the same district. Uh, shout out Glenn Charles, shout out Timmy Thomas, who played on those teams back in the day. That team... And the team you had this year, in my opinion, uh, the best two teams to ever uh, play play come through that Beauchamp. Uh, so just explain to us the success, uh, what this year meant to you. Uh, I know you had a special team. Let's speak on that. Let's speak on those two special seniors that you had. I know you had a couple more seniors than just those two, but uh, those two guys, what they meant. Uh, and speaking on behalf of DeAndre RV and uh, Titus Thomas, what did they mean for now those guys to become alumni uh, once they graduate this year? What did they mean for uh, Beauchamp over the last four years and your program and the success you had this year? Coach, man, first off, we, we do have to uh, give respect and pay homage to that 92-93 team that made it to the top 28. Uh, and to be mentioned in the same breath as those guys uh, is a big deal. Uh, Coach Singh did an amazing job with them. Uh, and just for us to just be mentioned in the same breath, man, it, it, it's a huge honor. Um, whenever you speak about this year, man, it, it's been a long time coming, you know, since having a lot of these guys in junior high whenever they were in sixth, seventh grade and watching them come up in my bitty basketball program that we have in Sunset. Uh, and just seeing them flourish and, and come into their own, you know, as a group was, was real amazing, man. And the ride that they took us on, even though it ended you know, prematurely, not the way that we wanted. It still was an amazing ride, man. Um, and when you talk about Titus Thomas and Devondre Garvey, I mean, two staples in our our success uh, in my five years at Bull Shane since their freshman year. Uh, 
Chuck, we could have put them on as, as A-graders, and they could have helped oh, us out a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those but, guys uh, were gamers, man. They've been gamers. Those guys those guys had kids were, you know, everybody wanted them on their AAU teams. Everybody wanted to say what high school they were going to. You knew all along where they was going. You raised those kids. They all went to Sunset and – uh, you know, the, like you said, prematurely ending with the, you know Titus Thomas. Was, was shout out to that kid, and and for him to get hurt, uh, right before going to the quarterfinals game in the previous game, that was a, I, I shed a tear because I know as a player and and yourself as a pl- former player, like geez, man, you put in all that work, uh, and, and to for a freak accident to something happen at the end of a game and to get hurt like that, that was just uh, took a lot of emotion. I know out of the team or whatnot, but y'all had a great season, coach. Y'all beat. Uh, really, really good teams all year long. Y'all put that on the back of Devon Drake and Titus, and they carried that torch, man. I, I've never seen two kids both average 20, 20-something points a game and play so unselfishly together. Neither one ever looked at the other one, or nobody on your team ever looked at the, why y'all shooting too much or why y'all don't pay. It was a complete team uh, unit, but they knew who the horses pulling that pulling pulling that Beauchamp team were, and those two guys, and y'all fed off of them so well. Uh, I commend you for that. I just commend you to see uh, um, uh, Belson and all those, you know, and uh, uh, all the Charles guys, and just former players from Beauchamp to come back and really support what you're doing in the team. It it you're doing the right thing. You're doing great things in Beauchamp, and. It's just a. It, I just was when I was thinking of people to call. You, we could have called anybody. You know, Danny comes on the show all the time, and people talk to him and different people from the area. But I felt like, man, let me call Scamp. Let me call my guy Charlo because uh, you know you've done a great job at Beauchamp. It's just, it's just really. I, I really take a pride into doing what I did at Southside. But to see other people, young guys like yourself, to promote the team, to do the graphics for every game, to promote the games, to get people at the games. It's more than me and you. It's it's doing that for them kids and that's what I that's why I really want to right. get you on and, and and congratulate you on a great season and what's in store man what do we have next for Beauchamp what are you gonna do in the off season uh I know you got your summer leagues coming up and this or that what what's some of the things you're gonna work on any new talent coming in do you have some young guys coming I know your son's getting up in age is is your son gonna be a Gator next year explain some of those things well of course just first off man I I, I want to appreciate you again man just for spotlighting uh you know, myself and our program, man, and just some of the recognition, you know, just for what we're doing with those kids, man. It's a lot of hard work, as you know, building the program and to see where we are now, man, is humbling, very humbling. And uh, to go back and speak on a kid like Titus Thomas, man, this kid, to see where he came from whenever he was playing bitty basketball up into junior high and high school. And, and man, I, I really said to my coaching staff that last game, whenever he got hurt, he had turned the corner and finally figured it out what it was just to be a complete, complete, complete person, a complete basketball player, and then that happened. Uh, and we look at it, you know, some things happen, man. We look at it as a blessing in disguise. Hopefully it can, it can send him to a different, a, different, a different stratosphere of what type of person he can be, not just a basketball player, man. So we, we, we got a lot of things, you know, that we're looking forward to. You know, Coach, Titus, you know, um, Coach, not to cut you off, you know when I noticed Titus Thomas, Titus Thomas turned the page and turned the corner? When he did it to us about 20 times and y'all beat us in the finals of our <laughs> tournament, he had 41 <laughs> points. He turned the corner about 20 times on us. Uh, but you're right, a kid from, you know, uh, coming th- uh, overcoming adversity, uh, over overcoming yep. just growing up and becoming a man and uh, probably becoming a man too early. And and then once him, once him figuring out uh, that, man, I, I, the school's behind me and, and these coaches are behind 
time. It, it, right. it humbled him a little bit. It made him a better person. And and you got to give a shout out to for you and y'all coaching staff for doing that. His parents supporting him and pushing him along the way yep, and yep, keeping yep. him on that path, man. It, it's a it's a remarkable story. I, I look forward to see once that guy gets healed up. And I said it before on social media and I put the post, somebody better come sign that kid. Somebody better come sign both yep. of them. Devondre RV is another <laughs> one that is just a gamer. The, the, the best To me, the best mid-range shooter I've seen in high school basketball in a long time. Uh, doesn't shoot that many threes, but just the, his pull-up game was unbelievable. To speak speak about the RV kid cool. a little bit. And, 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 and funny story about the RV kid, man. When I got him in the seventh grade, this kid can throw a rock in the ocean. Coach. <laughs> He's uh, worked. He's worked. I, but that's just a testament to how he works, man. This kid put in the work day in, day out. I'm talking about just a gym rat, man. Out of all the kids I've ever coached, he's the one who just loved basketball the most. Like, he could play with five- and six-year-olds and, and be out there playing with them and definitely going to make sure that they get involved. But he's going to get him a shot, too, because he's playing, you know. No <laughs> and doubt. And he's just one of them kids, man. Uh, you know, I, I just love him, man. He's like a little brother, you know, to me. And, and I even call him my son sometimes because I got to take care of him so much. Right. He, he's always in my back pocket aggravating me, but it's a good aggravation. It's a good. You know, you have know, them you around. Love them, man. Whenever you right. got two guys like Devon Drake and Titus leading your group, man, two two horses like that, you know, it, it makes my job a whole lot easier. And, and with the support that you sp- spoke of and mentioned, man, that's why we wear that family across our chest. Because you talk about the alumni, you know, the guys that's in the program now, even the guys that we have coming up, man. We got first and second graders that we invite into the locker room before games so they can just be around what we call the big boys, that's, you know, that's awesome. big brothers. That's and that awesome. makes a huge difference, it does. man. Uh, and you spoke about my son, who's an eighth grader, who's going to be a freshman. Uh, uh, after seeing those guys, you know, go out in the quarterfinals, man, he told me, man, I've never seen Devondre cry like that. He's like, man, right. I can't go out like that. We yeah. got to work hard as we can. So the next day, he was lifting weights. We got a little weight bench at the house. Right. He was lifting weights and wanting to get in the gym, those type of things. So, I mean, building that culture, it, it takes a lot, man, but having those people all behind each other, you know, and that's why I say that family across our chest on our hoodies, our shooter shirts that we wear, it means so much because it's not just the guys that's on the court. You know, right. it's, it's the guys who's going to be coming up next year, the guys in junior high, the bitty basketball guys. And then whenever you bring that alumni support in, man, it really is a beautiful thing. So no I, I'm – I'm proud to be a Gator, man. I, really I've seen it, man. I've seen it over the years. I've play, played against y'all. Y'all come to our tournament all the time that we hosted over there. Um, so tell me this. Why don't you give a shout-out, man? Give a shout-out to your coaching staff. I know you got quality guys. you got three or four guys, all former players of the Gators, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Shout-out those guys real quick. Give them a little love of, of, of how much they meant to you. And, and just shout-out to the, to, the, to the community and the public who they are. Oh, man, whenever you're talking about the coaching staff, we got Big Herm Monroe. He played at Beauchene when I was a freshman. He was a senior. That's my first cousin, man. His mom and my mom were sisters, you know. And, and this guy, he's more like that. That that uh, I, we we call him the get back guy sometimes. But I gotta get him back. <laughs> you know, he just love. Excited, I love man. Big Herm. I love Big Herm. Kids, man, and, and really try to get on a personal level with him. You know, and whenever he's in the gym pushing him to work, you know, day in and day out, man. And uh, Joseph Charles, we call him JW. That's my guy, man. JW, this is his first year with us, and, and he has a, a real job, which we say, so he got to be away sometime. But every chance that he's getting, man, he's in the gym. You know, he, he's buying the meals for the kids. He, he's picking them up, talking to them, you know, doing all of those little things, man. So I definitely appreciate him. And then my right hand, man, Coach Phil Charles. He's been with me since my sunset days. We actually graduated in 2004 from Beauchene together. And I told him, man, him and Big Rock, Big Rock, rest in peace. You got a shout, shout out, out you got a shout out, Rock, family, man, Davis uh, family. But I told them two guys, man. I told them whenever I, you know, I, I got the job, like we gonna do this thing, and they were with me 
hundred percent and Phil is still there, man. What a lot of people don't don't see is it's not just the basketball, man. Phil actually works at the school as a teacher himself and is the day in, the day out dealing with the kids, helping them with grades, making sure that they have this and that, and now basketball is over, so we're back on the grades. Oh uh, yeah. We're back in the weight room, all of those little things that matter, man. And and then and I spoke of Coach Rock, my guy, man, uh passed away on us. I guess about two years ago, man. Uh, we still haven't, you know, a staple. Over you it. can go ahead and, and say it. Not rock. Them go long live yeah. Rock. Man. You, Shout yeah. out to the Davis family. Right. They definitely support so much, man. And I appreciate those people. Uh, Carlos, you know, all the time, man. He's making the shirts now, the rock out shirts. Rock out uh, shirts, yeah. Big for us, man. So we definitely appreciate them, man. And, and like I say, it, it's really a family, man. And that's what Bochan is. And, you know, we're going to continue to do those things and, and try to make it bigger and better. Man, that that's awesome. I'm getting a little uh, fuzz buzz in my uh, earphones. I'm not sure if that's on your side, James. Nope. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, man, I, I speaking. I, I spoke on Gerard Park earlier, and I was thinking when you said J, G, uh, J W and Phil. Man, you give me J W and Phil on my team at Gerard, we wouldn't <laughs> lose a game. And we've hooped together at Gerard many times. Uh, both of those cats, phenomenal basketball players in their prime, and uh, even after uh, they finished high school and college and stuff, still good guys to hang with and shoot ball with. Uh, of our many Gerard Park uh, battles, you know. But you said it right, man. You have to have a successful uh, – uh, you have to be successful. You have to have good people around you. You can't be afraid to take advice from different people. And when you surround yourself uh, with those quality of people and guys that former Beauchamp players and former – and just giving back to the kids, it, it makes it, it makes sense now the success you had. Yeah, the players got to go out and make the plays and, uh, and hit the shots and win the games, but uh, it all starts with the foundation of the coaching staff and to be able to trust each coach – as well as the players being able to trust y'all as uh, as the coaches, man. I think it was a great thing. How many seniors are you losing this year, Coach? Uh, we actually have five on the team. Three guys played a good bit. We had uh, two other guys who were more football guys who, who wanted to join the team just to be a part of something, man. And I appreciate those guys, you know, in practice every day, working their butts off. But those three seniors, we talked about Titus and Devon Drake, but the, the, the one who doesn't get a lot of credit, man, is Demarcus Milton, man. We, we talked about this kid. Right. He was a, a 3.5 student, never have to worry about him getting in trouble, always a great teammate. He was our captain this year. And in film room, we definitely had to give him props every day, man, because he's not the guy who's going to get the steal. He might be the guy who makes somebody turn it over so somebody else could get the steal. He's going to get the deflection, right. change the shot so somebody else could get the rebound or get the block. You know, And he, I called him, he was our Draymond Green. So a lot of what he did, man, it, it went unnoticed. But us as a coaching staff, as a team, we always praise him to let him know that we appreciated the things that he did for us, even though those other two guys got all the accolades. But right, definitely, right. man, DeMarcus Milton was one of them guys that I'm going to miss. Right. It, it, and listen, Beauchamp was the ultimate team this year. Whenever you have two studs like we mentioned, that that was awesome that everybody bought in and knew that they were going to lead the way. We're going to follow these guys, but we also going to set the screens and do the little things to make uh, the team successful. Listen, I can't thank you enough, Coach Charlo. Uh, it's Hill it's funny calling you Carl Charlotte because I just know you're a scamp. I call you a scamp, you know, all the time. But uh, I wanted to shout you out because I really, it really hit me in my mind. I said, this guy deserves uh, some praise. This guy deserves what uh, he's done at Beauchamp High School. And shout out Coach Singh. I've never seen a team run the flex from block to block, elbow to elbow, like Coach Singh had him doing. And, and you didn't want to get those screens set on you by uh, James Grandigo and Rock and you know mm-hmm. all those great players that played for him. But we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks again. Much love to Beauchamp, Coach Scamp. Uh, thank you, and have a great have a great rest of the week, man. Coach, man, I sure appreciate you having me on and spotlighting our program, man. And best wishes to you. I know you got some big things going to be coming up soon. It's not being the Brad Boy, and, and I'm definitely behind you, man. You know, it's all love, and whatever we can do, I 
way to help you out. We're going to do it, man, and I appreciate you, man. Thank you, bro. As always, man, shout out the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. We love talking about sports. Yeah. You love listening to sports. Yeah. Sounds like we were meant to be together, or at least friends with benefits. Aren't you glad you found us? Back to more of the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Today is the day that you join the Game Clubhouse Rewards Club. Not only is it free to join, but you will get the chance to enter some tremendous stuff like a $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester's Steakhouse or a $25 gift certificate from Mabel's Kitchen at Cypress Bayou. You can only win that $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester's Steakhouse or that $25 gift certificate to Mabel's Kitchen by joining the Game Clubhouse at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. All right, we're back, man. The last little segment, short segment. Appreciate the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. I can't thank you enough, James, man, make, making it making it really smooth, man, making, you know, feeling real comfortable. It's not, and sometimes you get a little nerve-wracking to speak on the radio, and uh, but you made it. You got the things right in front of me to read off, and you made it real smooth, man. So I appreciate the time, and uh, thanks for having me on, as always, man. Oh, yeah, it was definitely a blast having you on, Coach. Yeah, it was fun, man. People are texting me and hitting me up. and said, man, you already found your new job. They're like, man, just get them to hire you over there. You're great on the radio. So I appreciate everybody listening in, uh, all the callers and stuff. And uh, I know we're going to touch, touch on the SEC tournament real quick before we left. What we got going on? Yeah, we got Missouri and Ole Miss playing right now. It's halftime 32-all. And, I mean, whoever wins that game, they will be playing LSU tomorrow night for the SEC tournament. Oh, nice. Since LSU did get a higher seed, so they're at the bye right now. So they're in the bye game right now, and then the winner will take on LSU. So it's Missouri versus who? Ole Miss? Ole Miss. And right now it's 32-all at halftime. 32-all. And fighting to play the Tigers. Hey, you know, they talk about Will Wade, and, you know, maybe this is his last ride, but, uh, you know, and sometimes stuff like that will fuel a team, and uh, they may may take that push, man. Anybody that can run through the SEC and and get a bid into the NCAA tournament, they're going to be hot at the right time and uh, a a terrible uh, matchup to get matched up with with a team that's going to come out and win the SEC. We appreciate the fine people over here at the radio station. Uh, for letting myself uh, come on and speak some sports, speak some UL basketball, some LSU basketball, and uh, just just having fun with it. Shout out my guy Ben Love. Shout out my guy Christopher Charlo. Shout out my guy Drake Gobert and Carter. I know y'all listen out there. All the all the people uh, out there supporting Brad Boyd, man. BradBoydBasketball.com, AcadianaStarsBasketball.com. See you on the other side.